Do you ever look at your business and wonder if you're really playing by a new set of rules or is it the same playbook you've been executing for years and the market's changed and the game has changed and your competitors have changed, your customers have changed, but you're still playing by the same rule book? Well, Alan came to me and this episode is a story of Alan and the three rules we changed for him. Everybody, welcome back to the Bill Kasky podcast. Whoa, got all sorts of music going on here. I accidentally rubbed my uh, little finger over another another audio, or as we call SOT, sound on tape, but it's actually not tape anymore. Anyway, I'm glad you're joining me today. I want to talk to you about Alan. I want to introduce you to Alan. No, he's not going to be on, and yes, that is his real name, but I will not share his last name, but I asked him if I if he was okay if I told his story, and he said he was, but can't use his real name. So uh, I'm not even going to tell you how it's spelled. Uh, so when I met Alan uh, here probably a year ago, he was pretty successful. He was uh, a, a medical device sales professional. Uh, he'd had some team lead roles, but he came to me because he was his company was offering virtually no coaching, and he knew he needed to get his act together. He knew that he was at the middle to the bottom of the stack rank, and he just needed to really reinvent himself and reinvigorate his sales process. So whenever I meet with a new client, I always, first thing I want to know is, what rules are they playing by? What are, the, what are the rules of the game as they see it when it comes to prospecting and selling and closing and achievement and mindset and all those things that we teach here? And I always find that people, it's A, it's hard for them to proclaim what rules they're playing by. But once you start to ask them about some assumptions they make and who taught them and, you know, give me your typical sales process, you start to understand that they, everybody has a set of rules. You can call them principles, you can call them uh, assumptions or whatever. Well, his, he had three big problems. Number one is he saw the buyer seller dance the buyer-seller dance as an interaction where the customer owned him because the customer had money and he wanted the money really badly that he was always playing one down. He was, he was kind of in a hostage situation. And so the first rule we changed was what I call the role rule. The role rule is what is the rule around what role you play in the buyer-seller interaction? Do you play a convincer role, a persuader role, a bully role? You've all been around salespeople who are bullies, who all they think about is getting the order and when you're going to make a decision and how can I make it right and what can I do to inspire you to make that decision? Well, that's not the way we teach. I, I think that's a, a, a relic of the past. But you do need to have a role. And so my suggestion to him was his role needs to be some form of, I'm here as a guide to understand where you are, where you want to go, and how to get there. I, salesperson, have the vehicle, sales process, uh, implementation process too, to get you there. So you need to take on the role of guide. Now, this was Alan. This doesn't necessarily have to be you. Maybe your role is one of educator. Maybe it's one of guide. Maybe it's one of... uh, Analyst, I mean, there's a lot of different roles, but the role can't be as a convincer and a persuader because you just you get shot out of the saddle that way. So here's number two. Number two is have a no rule. 
I don't mean no rules. I mean have a no quote unquote rule, meaning you have to abide by the rule that it's okay to hear no. It's okay if the prospect says, look, I don't care what your price is. I'm not going to buy from you. The amateur says, well, you watch, brother. I have learned some new moves, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to blow you over with my new sales moves. Now, if the person is not going to buy because they're failing out of the business or they have no money or they're just not treating you properly, you got to move on. You have to move on. So no, the no rule is it's okay to hear no. Now, some people will take that and say, we're looking for no. Well, that seems a little movie to me. I'm not looking for no. I'm okay to hear it. And I'm also giving them the option to tell me no. But I'm not, I'm not playing a game where I'm trying to get them to say no so they'll say yes. Uh, I mean, there's people who talk about that. Uh, I'm, I'm just not a big fan of that. I just think that's gamesmanship. And I think it, it's karmic. It comes back to haunt you if you're playing games with people. And so, but I do think it's okay to say, look, at the end of this meeting, if there's no reason to go any further, then I can handle a no and I'll still get up in the morning and love my family. And hopefully my family will love me. If we get too many no's, they may not. But, oh, and I I respect your answer of no. You can have that conversation. So the no rule is it's always okay to hear no. I would rather hear no early rather than no after I've spent 30 hours creating proposals and slides and analysis and stuff. But I have to say that I have heard no in the later parts of the process, and it's still a relief. I still would rather hear no than just nothing. Okay, so that's rule number two is the no rule. Rule number three is the process rule. And the process rule is you always have a process that you are following and you're guiding your prospect down. So there is a process that that underpins everything you do. So the first meeting, there's a process to the first meeting. If you have a first call, could be Zoom, could be Teams, could be face-to-face. These are the things that I want to know from him or her. These are the things that I presume they want to know from me. And here is a way to warm up that call with maybe a digital video or something that that precedes you so that your brand starts to be established prior to that first call. I, I am always recommending that today. It's amazing to me how valuable that is and how few people take advantage of that. Let me say that again. It's amazing how valuable a, a warm-up video is prior to the first call, and it's amazing how few people do that. The people who do that are going to dominate in the future because it's, it's not hard to get a first call. What's hard is how to turn that first call into the second call and the third call and a deal or a sale or an engagement or whatever you want to call it in your world. One way to do that is to position yourself better up front, and that's to shoot a video prior to you meeting them that talks a little bit about you and who you are and how you do things. And we've got a whole script for that video that we we do in a program called The Million Dollar Seller, which uh, it's not a pitch for that. I guess it turned into that. If you are interested in that program, it starts on February 1st. Go to BillCaskey.com. Somewhere at the top there, you can get on a wait list. And once you get on the wait list, you'll get uh, access to a webinar we're doing here on uh, at the end of January. But the point there is the process rule is I always want to have a process. And one, one caveat to that rule is I will do nothing, I as a sales professional, will do nothing 
until I understand what the process is. We've talked about it. We've negotiated it. I'm okay if you negotiate the process. Uh, if, if I say to a prospect, look, here's, here's how we typically work. Uh, today's call, which I appreciate you inviting me in, we're going to talk about A, B, and C, and you can ask me any questions about D, E, and F, and I'll be happy to answer them. It should take about 30, 45 minutes. And then at the end of that time, we will decide whether we want to take step two. And step two is when you invite some of your people and I invite some of my people and we have a, a you know cohort of people and we talk about some of the issues or whatever, whatever your process is. But I'm okay to negotiate that if they say, well, no, that's not how we do things. The way we do things here is we'll have our first call and then we'll go back and talk about it. And then you and I will get together again in a week and we'll talk about what I heard. And then if it makes sense, we'll invite the other people in. Well, I have to decide if I'm willing to live with that. On the surface, that sounds fair. Okay, we're going to have another call. That's cool. Uh, I'm not so rigid with my process that I am a bully or a jerk about it. I just want to have it negotiated up front. So now I know that first call leads to a second call with the same person, leads to a third call with more people. I'm okay with that. But think about process. Are you a process fanatic? You should be. Not obsessed. Well, I guess fanatic could be obsessed. I want you to be a fanatic about the process, but I don't want you to bully people into your process. Be willing to negotiate. If this is the first time people have been uh, made aware of sales process and, and kind of a cadence of events, it may it may put them off a little bit, but they'll be okay. Because again, part of your process is designed to help them get what they want. It's not just to help you get what you want. So after Alan implemented these three rules, and there were more, uh, to be honest with you, there were probably three or four more things that we worked on for about six months. He found A, his closing rate went from about 15 to 18% to over 35%. So he basically doubled his close rate. Now, he was pretty good at prospecting, so he did he doubled his business. He doubled he, now his income didn't double exactly because it was a comp plan that didn't allow it to double just quite like straight away like that. But the point is, he doubled his revenue in 6 months. And his selling cycle was 3 to 4 months. So to do it in 6 months, he really implemented it well. And these three rules, the role rule, the no rule, and the process rule really helped him. And I hope it helps you too. Uh, he's doing great, and I want you to do great in 2024. Once again, if you have some big goals, if you want to get to the million-dollar uh, income range, or if you just want to scale your, your income from where it is to 2 or 3 or 5x, Get in on the Million Dollar Seller wait list. I, I urge you to do it. It's going to be a very unique way to think about how to scale your business. And I've done a lot of work on this, and we've got a model that we're going to be introducing. But at least get on the wait list for the webinar. The webinar is free. It happens, I think, the last week in January. The program itself starts February 1st. So anyway, I hope this has helped today. Think about your rules. Think about the rules of engagement, how you work, how you proceed, how you organize yourself, and start to develop some new ones. It's time. It's really time. See you next time.